I guess first things first, I'm so glad that the superhero genre is dying. I really am. Because there hasn't been a more terrible approach at um, adaptations than superhero um, movies outside of anime and video game movies, which literally are coming in tow right, um, right after, which is even worse, but I'm gonna get to that later. But essentially, the superhero genre is fucking dead, whether you want to admit it or not. Essentially, trying to keep up with the Marvel movies now is like trying to get a monkey to let go of a banana that's rotten. You don't want to admit that you're about to eat a rotten banana, but you'll fight anyone and everyone to make sure you keep it. No one wants the banana, but you think everyone does. <laughs> it's your own paranoia and stupidity that's keeping you going. And who gives a fuck? I still haven't seen the Shang-Chi and the Eternals movies, and honestly, I don't give a fuck to even want to. Uh, now at this point, a lot of the movies I actually look at, I look at just because of the fact that it's like, eh, for the memes or the jokes and whatnot, or just overall interest in what they could possibly do to fuck up, to fuck this up, much like with the Black Widow movie. But nothing of a significance that actually matters in the long term of, ooh, this might actually be a good movie, or ooh, that might actually be something worthwhile. I totally got off that bandwagon when essentially I saw Infinity War and I was just annoyed at everything terribly wrong in that movie and just how everyone else gushed over it as if, you know, like their prom date gave him a hand job in a fucking limousine. No, no, because the guy's window is down. Stop it. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Don't look in the rearview mirror. He can see you. But it is. it has been incredibly stupid to try and sit there and defend the fact that people have just lowered their standards in order to accommodate this stupid trend of terrible movies that have been going on for a while now. And whether it, whether it be the fact that they have never followed any of the comics correctly or even handled the characters in a, in a correct way, um, then the fact that just because everything has an overarching storyline or element to where the universe itself just you need to see this movie in order for this movie to make sense, or you need to see that movie in order for that movie to make sense, as this actual reasoning behind it to be significant in some type of way, or for those movies to actually matter, just really seemed incredibly vain and hollow after a while. Now, whether or not people get this is their own bag, but a lot of normies will sit there and tell you that, no, they're willing to shill out a bunch of fucking money to see something just because it has the nameplate of Marvel on it. And honestly, who gives a fuck? constantly sitting there and berating or telling yourself that well a rotten tomato score gave it an 80 so that must mean that it's good doesn't mean anything to me why because rotten tomatoes is a fucking critic company that is owned by somebody who keeps telling all of their critics to make whatever the fuck they want up in order to explain whatever the fuck they want to push whatever narrative that they need to make something happen i mean how stupid is it when you have so many people use Rotten Tomatoes as a reference, but at the same time also diss Rotten Tomatoes because of the fact that they give scores to shit that they know arguably has no reason of having these scores. And it's so fucking stupid to me that that's actually a viable source that people go to simply because nothing else exists. No, just go see the movie for yourself and give your own interpretation of it. I say that. And when I say go see the movie, that doesn't mean that you got to go pay for it. <laughs> Lord knows that's not, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> that's not the only way that you get to see these movies. So don't pretend that, that it is. 
hell, I have a friend to this day who sits there and wonders why I don't buy Netflix. And it's like, why would I waste money on a Netflix subscription? And he goes, yeah, but why do you? I said, I don't know. And yet I've seen Netflix shit. What does that tell you? (laughs) And no skin off of my bones. And Netflix continues to be a shitty company that does shitty things. Remember, cuties people? I do. So I took to heart when I said, I'm not fucking paying for Netflix. (laughs) So I'm not fucking paying for Netflix. How do I watch it? I don't know. But I watch it nonetheless. (laughs) But I'm not fucking paying for Netflix. (laughs) And so... It makes absolutely no sense that so many people are just basically enamored with this shit when this shit definitely could be better. You have so many people screaming at you that what they're doing is fucking terrible and you just have so many other people looking at it go, yeah, but remember when it was good? And it's like, oh my God, instead of it being where you're taking something old and using it and um, using the member berries to hit you where it hurts from your nostalgia perspective because you were a stupid fucking kid. Now it's just using the member berries on shit that literally happened like two years ago. Remember how good this was a couple of years back? Yeah, well, let's keep it going. Hmm, uh, it's not as good. Well, maybe it'll come around. But it's like, no, the gravy train is over with. The shit is in decline. No one wants to see this stuff no more. And the fact that you also have just so much of an interpretation of people trying to pass along their stupid fucking agendas, where it be gay, lesbian, woman power shit, isn't gay and lesbian the same thing, Daniel? Come on, man. <laughs> but you have this gay, lesbian, woman power shit. You already said that. Move on. <laughs> it still comes across as something that a lot of people look at, and they just undoubtedly disgusted by it. And yet they continuously pump the shit out. Now, it ain't no one's fault but everyone else. It's, it's no one's fault but yours. The fact that essentially you give money to go see the Spider-Man No Way Home and then expect them not to use it to fund the internals, you know, or whatever else Marvel, um, or what's a uh, Miss Marvel and the Marvels movie. This shit, like, it, it's all going to one company. And you seriously don't believe that the company isn't taking these funds and shelling it out somewhere else? You really think they're going to save it up so they can make a better Spider-Man movie? Fuck you. How, how much money did the Deadpool movie make? And then essentially they just increased their budget by a little bit and then expected them to do so much better. And the thing is, is that if it wasn't for a labor of love that was the Deadpool movie and um, the writing that went behind Deadpool 2, it wouldn't have been a better success than the original. But what did Fox do? Well, they sold their soul over to Disney because they were already a soulless corporation in the first place. But they sold their soul over to Disney and then they immediately got rid of that concept because Disney is like, well, that's not family friendly enough. We want everything to be family friendly, even though we're not family friendly, but we want everything to be family friendly. And you're going to miss out on one of the biggest superhero titles out there that's been making some of the best money in terms of being an R-rated fucking movie in relation to the comic book genre. Well, we got our own plans. And it's like, well, motherfucker, when those plans come out, no one's going to give a damn. So deal with it. <laughs> and it's like, well, at least we got two good Deadpool movies. And Lord knows I don't want to see a third if it means it's going to be PG-13 because that's just, that just sounds gay. <laughs> But how exactly is it that people aren't understanding that this shit is terrible? This shit has been terrible for a long fucking time, but it is just getting insanely inept. Like, it's just so stupid now that it makes absolutely no sense as to why people continuously stick along the sides of this shit. The last Spider-Man movie needed nostalgia in order to push its sales. 
That, that's all that it was running on was a gravy train of nostalgia. That's it. Everything about it was nostalgia. Nothing in that movie was significant outside of the fact that you knew you were going to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in it. Nothing else. There was no other drawing power to that movie um, other than the fact that they were going to be in it. Was it because it's a third Spider-Man movie within the Tom Holland version? Fuck no. Why would it? What the fuck has he done as a Spider-Man that's actually been significant? In fact, the nigga hasn't even been Spider-Man in any of his goddamn movies yet. So why would that be a drawing or an appeal? They knew what they were doing, and that's why they did it. And a lot of people ate that shit up. I watched that movie, and I personally said, it's a 50-50 movie. Half of it is good. Half of it is utter dog shit. And that's it. That's as far as that rabbit trail goes. But I feel the same way about Spider-Man 3. And again, movie that people like, <laughs> people look at, and they remember. But they use that as another thing. Remember, Barry, otherwise they wouldn't have brought in the goddamn Sandman. <laughs> so fuck you. If you seriously are thinking that, well, superheroes is going to keep going, Disney just hasn't got their second stride yet. No, this shit is over with because these movies are trends. Movies have always been a trend. And it was funny because like Razor Fist did a video talking about this earlier. And it's like, yeah, this is entirely true. And what's disgusting, though, is that people aren't seeing the writing on the walls as what's going to come next. And it's fucking video games. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Here's a news flash for you. Video game adaptations have been one of the worst, worst marketable ideas that have ever existed since the beginning of thought. Because no one has been able to encompass what makes a video game special and then transition it over into moving pictures. <laughs> Even though video games themselves have storylines, have characters, have plot, have transitions. I mean, the transitions, <laughs> that was a funny thing to say. Have storylines, characters, plot, uh, all, all that good shit that you would expect from a movie, they're just elongated. So wouldn't it be smart to just cut that shit up and to present it to the masses and then somehow that would equate correctly into transitioning a video game into real life? And yet no one has been able to do it properly, whether it be from the early 90s doing video game movies and basically failing at them miserably with um, the Mario, uh, the Super Mario Brothers or the original Mortal Kombat movie, which I would argue is the best Mortal Kombat movie. And I'll fight anyone who says otherwise, because seriously, there is nobody named Cole. <laughs> so there's no one named Cole. So then immediately that movie is stupid. And Annihilation was just so goddamn bad that it made the original 90s one even worse. But look, go back and look at those fight scenes of that movie alone. Scorpion versus um, Johnny Cage was dope, as well as subs, um, as well as um, my favorite fight scene in that whole fucking movie, which is Reptile versus Liu Kang. And that soundtrack was just banging. Like, the, the soundtrack fucking made Mortal Kombat in the 90s. Like, goddamn it. M Ooh, that's a... It's a good movie <laughs> for 90s quality shit. It's a good movie. Yep. Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert as fucking Raiden. Ah, I don't think so. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, fight. Just fight me. <laughs> but those movies have always had just a very, 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 very high rate of being terrible. Look at the Tomb Raider movies. They made two of those. And the movies suck. <laughs> They're just... Fucking stupid. But that's one of the mass appeals about video games that essentially moviegoers or movie makers just don't fucking understand. You're playing these people. You put yourself in the shoes of what it is that you're doing, whether it be a fighting game, an action adventure game, or a game that's literally story oriented, like The Last of Us. You are these characters. You have to connect with these characters. We are given so much fucking time to do that, that 
when the story and the pacing and all that shit is over with, you have a far more better understanding with the characters than movies could ever possibly make um, apparent to you. But that's not how movie um, people recognize or see that shit. They have to encompass all of the stuff that you can get within a 60-hour video game within the span of damn near a two-hour movie, if you're able to get that. But majority of them is going to be an hour and 30-minute movie. And so you have something like the Uncharted movie that just came out, which is fucking stupid. And I knew for a fact I'm never going to goddamn watch it. It's a movie that essentially takes place by mashing together all four of the games, but they just majority put over the fourth game because the guy that's in, the, in bed with the movie industry is the guy who did the fourth game. And then essentially you make none of the connections or none of the character archetypes that made any of the characters special from the video game even apparent in the movie because you have no possible way of establishing or growing these characters to that aspect even though the person who did the goddamn fourth game is the one who decided to position towards the movie people knowing that they were going to do this shit in the first place and he totally was okay with it even though he's not the one who did the first three games that established nathan drake in the first fucking place but that's what happened <laughs> It's stupid, it's dumb, and it's something that they just can't quite grasp because the video game industry doesn't understand the movie and the TV industry, and the movie and TV industry doesn't under understand the video game industry. But both of them know that there's money in their markets, but the thing is, is that they don't know how to access it. So you have movie people approaching games without ever playing them or even caring about the fan base in the first place. And then you have video game people trying to approach and get their shit done into movies because they think that it'll equate to them having better video game sales or that the fans will just immediately eat that shit up so they can get an easy paycheck because it has the name of something that they've already created on top of it. One of the stupidest fucking things in the world is the fact that 343 is the one who's responsible for the Halo TV show. When 343 didn't make Halo, Bungie did. But people are so fucking stupid that they just think that, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then you actually have one of the showrunners say that I'm not playing. We didn't play the games to do the show. The show based around the video game? You didn't do what? We didn't play the game. We look towards the novels that explain side shit that happens within the games or other shit that never takes place within the games but is mentioned lightly over there. That's what we decided to um, go over. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why the fuck would you do that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. But they did it. <laughs> and then they made a show that essentially first episode was shit. And if you didn't know, there's a plethora of video game movies and TV shows about to come out. You got The Last of Us about to get a show. Um, Bioshock is about to get a goddamn show. Uh, there's just so much. I mean, I sort of got the rate that they're going. Crash Bandicoot is going to get something where he speaks. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's going to get done. But don't do that. Crash Bandicoot talking? Motherfucker. <laughs> Hell, one of the main things was like, uh, I was actually discussing this um, upon finding out that Bioshock was going to get a TV show. And it was just a discussion that came up with someone else talking to. Um, and essentially, the, the concept of Bioshock having a TV show, I thought was just in, completely inept as the main appeal and the mask, um, the mass importance of Bioshock is the twist in Bioshock. But the twist is something that appeals and concedes to gamers, not to people who are visually looking at some shit, which is something that a lot of people can't comprehend because they didn't play the fucking game. You, you literally have to play that game in order for that concept to really hit you at your goddamn core, which is what made Bioshock such an impactful game in the first place. 
is the would you kindly twist. And if you didn't know, one of the main aspects, it, well, the would you, would you kindly twist is that when playing Bioshock, you are then treated to a concept of talking to someone who's trying to help you out throughout the game. And then later on, you find out he's not who he says he is. And then upon you finding that out, you then are ushered the term, would you kindly, or you see the term being used constantly, or he says it all the time. And then you come to find out that you were actually manipulated and mind controlled by having that phrase being done. It sets you forth onto the missions that you were doing throughout the game. So when you essentially as a player were just mindlessly following the objectives in the game you sat there and equated to well this is what the character needs to do in order for the story to progress but then you find out when you get to that twist that no that was actually a message of mind control being done to manipulate you to do things against your will so you as the player felt even more helpless to the concept of would you kindly because you yourself were mindlessly doing whatever that person told you to do without thinking about it or having any type of concept of repercussions about your actions making it all of the more impactful when that twist happened because you yourself realize that man video games themselves is basically this mindless iteration of just doing what someone's telling you to do and it just it hit home so well and it's just a beautiful way of eloquating gameplay and storytelling in a way that has barely been done ever again in a video game and yet you want to take something like that and turn it into a goddamn show and I had a discussion with my um, brother about it. And he was like, well, well, if they do it in a time before everything that happens in the first Bioshock or whatever. And I was like, ah, who cares? Because that's not what Bioshock is about. Bioshock is about what the game is about. So anything prior, beforehand, or afterhand would just be really stupid. Because that's not what the game is. That's just that's just stuff that's in, in collaboration or that's apparent about Bioshock. And I guarantee you that's not what they're going to want to coin in on. Because they want to sit there and facilitate that. What they did in Bioshock is something that I can improve and make better in a TV show or whatnot by showing that I'm a better writer than them because basically all they're writing now is is about implementing your own fucking fan fiction into stuff. It's not about actually appeasing or doing things correctly or justly. So, would, so realistically, to that concept of even doing something with Bioshock, I would immediately go, don't do it. That's not something that can be transitioned over well into a live action scope because it's meant to be a game and the story and everything is a video game you have to play and immerse yourself into this in order for it to actually stick otherwise what you're making is like a bad m night Shyamalan twist that doesn't really hold any substance it's something that you needed to play in order to experience to get the full depth and uh, depravity of which is one of the reasons why it hits so hard and yet when they did bioshock 2 didn't have the same feel even though they tried to do another twist on that and then when they did bio and then when they did bioshock infinite a lot of people were like eh, that was the weakest of the series and essentially the twist that they had on there was that realistically you need to fucking kill yourself because no matter what you're going to be the bad guy and it just really was a hollow concept because they were just trying to cash in on the same magic that they got in the first game with their twist and then just kind of M. Night Shyamalan, like I said, M. Night Shyamalan themselves throughout all the rest of their games. And it's like, yeah, whether you cared about it or you didn't, it wasn't really anything that was that significant or as poignant as the original Would You Kindly twist. So why even try to facilitate or copy that into a live action scope? It doesn't make any sense. And then you got them trying to do The Last of Us. The Last of Us is a game that basically is a story-oriented video game. So it becoming live action is something that's not that far-fetched, especially when you understand that Naughty Dog has been doing everything they can to get in the bed with the movie industry. But having that be done in the live action scope, even though it's a story-oriented video game, 
really doesn't make any goddamn sense considering the fact that one you uh one the zombie craze is over with right like that's just fucking done <laughs> so doing this now stupid that's just fucking done two playing this game and feeling and understanding the the pressure and the uh, the angst of trying to survive or going through all these missions figuring out these characters understanding all these people and things like that you play that you have to experience that watching it really ain't gonna hit the same and then i guarantee you they're going to change shit shit that you're not gonna like shit that you're really gonna be disturbed with because look at what they did with last of us part two the people who worked on last of us part two i guarantee you are gonna be the ones who worked on a tv show <laughs> and you oh boy good luck for all you fans out there i'm glad i never played that shit <laughs> But this isn't anything that's going to end well at all. The best video game adaptation movie we've ever had has been Sonic. And that came out recently, <laughs> right? That's the best adaptation of a video game movie we've ever had. And realistically, it ain't good. It ain't good at all. The Sonic movie has so many goddamn problems in terms of canonically mes um, meshing, meshing. That's the word meshing well with Sonic that it's disgusting for anyone who actually happens to be a Sonic fan. Yeah, it's a fun little family movie, but anyone in their mama who actually cares about the Sonic games can tell you that this shit could be a hell of a lot better. The voice actor for Sonic is wrong. They're constantly making him shut out references when that's not his character. And it just can't help but just kidify itself anytime that it can in order to try and make him grow as a person when that shouldn't be the overarching type, the, the over arching archetype that's the word <laughs> for sonic's character because he is who he is it's the adventure that he's going on that fucking matters but that's not what we're getting we're getting him constantly learning shit like you can't be a hero sonic unless it's time for you to be a hero then you can be a hero fuck why do i need to see this because kids need to learn lessons blues clues we can too <laughs> it's blue skidoo we can too but you get what i'm saying <laughs> It's something that's just really, really apparent and just being really, really disgusting right now. It, it's just been so much that, you know, you had you know, Kojima basically signing deals with movie companies and whatnot to try and get shit going. And it's like, realistically, Kojima is one of the biggest overrated motherfucking game designers ever. But he just has such a big and loyal fan base that those people will kiss his ass no matter what the fuck shit he got coming out of it. <laughs> That's a perfect analogy, and I dare you to make a better one. Did you see Death Stranding? Death Stranding was a terrible game. They let this dude do anything outside of gum, uh, Metal Gear Solid, and that's what he came up with. <laughs> Not even a fucking something on the lines of Zone of the Enders, which is also an overrated video game, but fun. <laughs> it is fun. I have both of the Zone of the Enders games, but again, overrated as shit. <laughs> Fuck. And it's like you got him signing pro um, signing um deals and shit like that to work with movie companies. And it's like, dude, you constantly make your shit about America, and it's just this overrated and overbloated type of concept of a story that goes nowhere where characters that do nothing and just this stupid, stupid concept that just just it just doesn't make any sense. It never makes any sense. But he does it anyway, and we respect him. Because Metal Gear Solid got giant robots and people just loved all the weird shit that happened back in the PlayStation days. Yeah, if I had to remove my Player 1 controller over to Player 2 when I was younger, that shit would be interesting. But thinking about what Metal Gear Solid has turned into, you would go, yeah, this shit is goofy. This shit is really goofy. But the people who play it never grew up, so, eh, you know. 
you like to play Crash Bandicoot? Oh my God, he's reading my memory card. I love this game. <laughs> In order for you to call the guy, you need the game box. You need the game disc box so you can know what number it is to call the guy. That way, it's interesting. Oh my, I love this game. It's so intuitive. Ah! <laughs> oh man, fucking idiots. <laughs> but. Mark my words, like they've been constantly trying to do video games into movies and they've always been failing and now they're going to hit it even harder now that the superhero genre is over with. Much like the superhero genre, they're going to get everything fucking wrong because it's not like these people care about the actual source material. They care about doing their own fucking fan fiction because they suck. And lo and behold, just like with the superhero genre, we're going to have a slow build of video games coming out. Um, video game shit coming out, and in tandem, we're going to have anime shit come out even harder because right after video games, it's going to be anime shit. And I implore you, right now, fight back against the anime shit. Video games are gone. They've already sold their soul to the movie industry. That shit is gonna happen. That's why the video game movies now are still terrible. They don't give a fuck. But the anime shit has had a strong fighting force against it. Whether it be the backlash from like the goddamn Cowboy Bebop show, or the fact that there's like every live action um, iteration of an anime has always been dealt with such negative aspects um, in terms of just overall hating the shit. I guarantee you, as soon as someone thinks that they can, they're going to do a live action Dragon Ball Z. And they're probably going to start from Dragon Ball because they're fucking stupid. And they're going to think that they're going to be amazing because they're fucking stupid. <laughs> and then it's going to be utter dog shit because they're fucking stupid. Oh boy, I can't wait for that to be terrible. But... You sit there and think towards, you know, the live action version of anime in terms of how Japan presents it. And sometimes those things are good. You got the Ronin Kenshin movies that are okay. And I literally say that. Okay. <laughs> they are okay. Don't get it twisted. They are definitely okay. The action scenes are amazing. The action scenes in Ronin Kenshin movies, don't let anyone tell you any different on that one. Those are great. But the rest of it is bloated nonsense that just doesn't need to be. But it is so okay. <laughs> Oh, man. But you have that being done, and that's actually done by Japan, who cares about the source material, who cares about the shit. They have longevity with this series, and they actually give a damn about people respecting the shit. But also, you have the fact that anime movies themselves are already a hot commodity. So why would they need to go live action when the shit is already doing well, when I could just make an anime movie? Um uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so who knows exactly which way that's going to sway? Because if anything, I would say I would leave it far more up to Japan to make their own original shit. And then we just get it sent over here rather than them trying to incorporate or having Americans um, facilitate what Japan already got going on to make it a live action. But again, who knows? Either way, I don't really give a fuck <laughs> because not like any of the anime movies that they're going to make are actually going to be worth a damn or any of the ones that they're going to do are actually going to fit um, correctly. Look at the Bleach movie. Remember how that came out? It came and went. No one gave a damn. Um, Fullmetal Alchemist has a movie. Came and went. No one gave a damn. These things exist. They're live action. No one gives a fuck. Attack on Titan had two movies. Everyone was confused at the fact that basically, well, the, the show itself or the anime itself or the manga itself, <laughs> is about how Mikasa is literally the only Japanese person that's alive. She's half Japanese. She's the only one that is half Japanese. Everyone else is a different version of a different type of person from different areas that they actually allocate within the series, whether it be like from Russia, they're white, 
am European and whatnot. They got blonde hair and shit like that. Then they did a live action movie. They did it in Japan and everyone was Japanese. <laughs> and it's something a lot of people was like, that's weird. But at the same time, they only did it in Japan. So what else were they supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what we got. And they made two movies of that and it came and it went. Whatever. Who cares? But if we could keep going down this tumultuous world um, that we're going down, we're going to see a lot more video game adaptations that are going to be god fucking awful because video gamers don't fight against this shit. They never have and they never will. It's totally different from the um, concept of the comic book industry people who, well, comic book fans who essentially have always been very strict and poignant about their shit. But at the same time, they allowed the crazy shit to happen within the comic, uh, excuse me, within the comic books themselves to happen thus leading to what comic books and their movies have become. So video gamers themselves don't give a fuck. It's only about the games that matter. So even that is something that's like a, it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow on exactly what it, what it is that they're trying to accomplish. I mean, they're going to make a goddamn God of War TV show. And I guarantee you it's not going to be based around the original God of War from the old um, PlayStation 2 game, but instead the newer ones that came out where he has a son and everything's just bleh rather than the violent, crazy gore fest that the original game was. But which one do you think more people are going to talk about? The old or the new? <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> so at this point, who gives a shit? But at the same time, please fight. Don't spend your money on this shit and see it coming a mile away and let everyone know, hey, there's some trouble ahead. Um, batting down the hatches, if you will. <laughs> oh, man. Shit's going to get a hell of a lot worse before it gets better. I guess the only thing to fight against it is just to make original fucking content. Like I am. Yeah, that's what I'm doing.